You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. That only you supply. Thank you. What can we say? Thank you that you are love personified. Thank you that we know you and you give us that privilege to know you. Thank you for choosing us even before the world began. Thank you. Thank you for grace and faith. Thank you. I declare that peace prevails in the hearts of all men. The word comes with power and with might. I speak with alacrity. The word of God is divided precisely and accurately in the knowledge of Christ. Clarity of understanding, thought, purpose, and expression is given. There shall be no confusion. There shall be no contradictions. There shall be no errors. May you, Jesus, be glorified and we be edified. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, now one of the things that I have realized is that when it comes to mind, the mindset and the things that has to do with the mind, I really have a deep interest. Um, I really have a deep, deep interest. Even as a child, I, I loved wisdom quotes. And I would always want to write things down in my own way to depict a certain understanding, to challenge the mind. It's, it's something that I truly love. I live in the world of imagination. I've always believed in imagination. But until I knew Jesus, I realized how imagination can cripple a man when they don't know Jesus. And I have come to realize how imagination can lift a man and take a man on a ride with the Holy Ghost into their destiny. And if every believer can have this understanding, they will glide with the Holy Ghost 
to where God has actually destined them to be. Praise God. Now, everything that you need has already been given you in Christ. Praise God. Now, be clear about this. That when it comes to material things like money, like marriage, and all the fanciful things and all the beautiful things that you imagine to see, God has given to every man. So every man has it. Even in the fall, man has it. What man didn't have is eternal life. And their relationship with God. So it means that man will have all of these things, but these things will become their God. So they abuse these things. They don't use them for the reason they were made and they were given them. So all those things that you call money and all of those things, they are not in Christ. Because Christ came to complete what is the pivot of what man needs. Praise God. What is the real deal that man needs? Relationship with God into eternity. Hello? Is that very clear? That's why you see that the people of the world get money. Do they get money? Yes. So, you don't need to be with Illuminati to get money. You don't need to be with Buddha to get money. As a matter of fact, you don't need to come to church to get what? Money. No. That's not what Christ came for. But for everything that God has already given us, Christ came to take us from the place of self. And bring us into God. So we can function in God. Do you understand that? Do you understand it? You do. Good. So a man will function outside of God. If they don't know the Christ. And that's how they can live in eternity with God. So what it also means is that as an ordinary man without Christ, you can work hard and make money. You don't need any because God has given you that already. Even if you don't have Christ. The reason why you as an African is suffering from Poverty 
is because of what has been left in your mind. That your ancestors have a case. Yes. That everything that happens to you is from a witch or a wizard. So you see, that is what has taken your imagination. And that's why even most of us come to church. So, no matter even how hard you are working, you are fighting yourself in your mind. And that's what I'm going to talk about. So you can get it clear that the battle has always been in your mind. So you can be a Christian born again and yet you are not winning both spiritually and physically. And it is not because the devil is powerful. But because your mind is weak. The believer has the nature of God. It means that How God cannot be limited, you cannot be limited. It means that whatever God designed you to do, you have the seed in your spirit to be able to perform it. It means that you have the ability to know God and to know him without mysteries and walk with him into eternity. It means that you are righteous and nothing can be able to take you out of God's righteousness. It means that you are secured and no demon can kill you because your life is hidden in Christ. It means that when you die today, eternity is yours and you transition straight into heaven. Praise God. 
all of these have been freely given you. Did you hear what I just said? They have been freely what? Given you. But you can limit God. And you can limit yourself. Why? What God has given to you cannot be altered. It's your spirit. Say my spirit. Say my spirit. Say my spirit is eternal. What God has given me in my spirit cannot be corrupted. But the problem is that your mind can be corrupted. Your mind is part of your soul. Your will, your emotions, and your mind are in your soul. I've taught this separately. So your mind is the world you live in. Your sets of beliefs are in your mind. What you think you can do are in your mind. And that is what forms your thoughts. So there must be a transition from what you know in your spirit that God has given you to form the world you live in in your mind. So you cannot separate these things. Write them down. You cannot separate your thoughts, your imaginations, your desires, and your expectations. You cannot separate these, your desires, your thoughts, your imaginations, and your expectations. You can't separate them. You can't. You cannot separate them. You cannot. And they will invariably form your actions. You can't. Listen, what I'm teaching you, if you get it and you decide from today that you're going to live it, you would amaze yourself. Yeah. Make sure you get the part one. Continue this part. I'll continue tomorrow throughout the week as we come and pray. I'll be teaching it and we'll be praying. And I want each one of us to brood upon it. Because this is actually what makes a man. 
Go with me to Proverbs 23. Verse 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Hello? Did you just get that? So, the thoughts of a man, the imaginations of a man, <laughs> the desires of a man, will invariably formulate them, make them. They become their thoughts. Did you hear that? So, you become what you want. You think. So, look at how you are becoming and what you are becoming. It will show you what you have been thinking. So your life is exactly the way you see it being. Your life is exactly the way you see it being. B-E-I-N-G. Job 3, 25. This is Job's own confession. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded has happened to me. Hello? Oh, hello? So Job is saying, what has happened to me, my, the loss of my children and all of those things was because that is what I saw and I thought and I kept imagining. Finally, it has happened to me. Because everybody sees in their spirit before they see in the flesh. Before you came to church, you already saw yourself in church. If you decided to change your mind, you see yourself sitting at home. 
Oh, true or false? <laughs> so whatever you see yourself doing physically, you have already seen yourself doing it in the what? Spirit. Which is in your No wonder. Look at, look at what he said. Check. Check the next verse. I am not what? At ease. Mm-hmm. Nor am I what? Quiet. I have no rest. For trouble comes. That was his meditation. Before the trouble came. So that was what, what you think and imagine is what you are actually working to bring forth. Your imagination is your spiritual womb. Did you get that? Your imagination is your spiritual womb. That is what God has given freely. To every man. We read Genesis 11. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now, Nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. So when a human being decides to change themselves from a woman to a man, and they imagine it, God says, I will not restrain them. Are you getting the point? Yes. I won't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So far as they imagine it, they have the power to make it come to pass. Hey, are you hearing me? You'd always go back to Genesis. Because it is the beginning. And if you can't find it in Genesis, you can never find it in Revelation. No. Because the Bible has one theme. Praise God. Yes. And it runs through. Now, where did this come from? So, let's go back to Genesis.
Now, in the biblical account of creation, two different words are used. In the first account, the word that was used was bara. Everybody say bara. Yeah. It means creating in ex nihilo. Yeah. Creating in spirit. So spiritual things. So man can form a mental image of physical things spiritually, but man can create spirits. So, Genesis 1, 27, look at what happened. So, God created man in his own what? Image. In the image of God, what happened? He created him. The word there created is bara. Is what? Bara. That's why he said, male and female, he created what? Them. Do you get it now? So in the spirit, you don't have a male and what? Female. Is that very clear? That's why the song we sang said, my imprisoned spirit. Man who is not born again has a potential spirit, but they live by their soul. That spirit receives life when they receive Christ. <laughs> Are you getting the point? Then they can function in eternity with God. That's why they can live on this earth and know God for themselves, not by nature. <laughs> so this is only for God. Man cannot do this. The second word for creating or forming, yasha or yiseh, the same words. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed, the word formed is the word Yisai or Yasha, the same word. Formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul or a living being. Praise God. So this part 
of forming and creation, God gave man that grace that man also can imagine like God and form things and reshape them, praise God, in the physical. So they say in the ability of God's divine or the divine creative power, they can form things. So all the things you see men do came from that ability that God gave man. Oh, are you here with me? So you can see here that it is God that first did it. But he inherent in man is that ability that formed him. So that same breath that is in man gives man that ability to imagine things and create them. Praise God. So here you can see that it is God who is creating, right? Is that, is that correct? Now, the first time the word Yise or Yasha was used for man was in Genesis 6.5. So let's go to Genesis 6.5. <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every formation, imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Did you get the process? After man fell, they are imagination and creative power got corrupted. Get it clear now. So they use their imagination wrongly because it comes out of self. Clear. Oh, is it clear? The second time is in Genesis 8, 21. When even Noah had given the sacrifice and the Lord smelled a soothing aroma, then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil. Did you see the word again? You share. Imagination. From his youth. Praise God. Ooh. 
So, listen to me very carefully. So, what it means is this. When a person receives Christ, they also receive the ability to restore their imagination. And they no more see from the self perspective. They see from the God perspective. They see like God sees. So they imagine like God imagines. Do you get it? That's why when I talk about eternity, somebody asks me, you are talking as if you are already there. Because I'm able to imagine. That's why the world can never imagine eternity. Yeah. They cannot. They don't have. They don't have it. Because self impedes it. You can't have a revelation of God. No. They can't explain some of the things I'm explaining from the world. They can't. They can't. That's why divine revelation is the highest point. When a man can explain the ways of God, it is more than creating an aircraft. Jesus. Oh, praise God. That's why when I see most of us, I mean the pastors teaching how to make money, I laugh. Because it's the cheapest thing. It's the cheapest thing to imagine and to make happen. That's why Jesus Jesus didn't waste his time. Because any ordinary man can imagine it and make it. So when he needed money to pay tax, he just imagined it and said, go to the sea, catch a fish, silver in his mouth, bring him, pam. It was there. He deals with needs, solves them, and he spends time with eternal matters, which I call the weightier matters. The Greek word for imagination. Is the word dianoia. 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 It's not noia. Noia. Dianoia. Deep thought. Luke 151. Luke 151. This is when Mary was singing after the visitation of angel Gabriel regarding. Her virgin birth of the Messiah. She sang the song, and this is the song she sang. And it gives consistency to the thought we are talking about right now. 
regarding imagination. He says, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. It tells you that she has a lowly heart and she was imagining in a submissive manner. He can she can differentiate between the imagination of the righteous and the imagination of the proud. And he said, God will bypass the proud to favor the meek. The imagination of the proud cannot see God when God is coming. But the imagination of the righteous attracts God's favor. Are you getting the point? So you see why God came to Mary? Because her imagination was of him. Are you here with me? Is that very clear? Don't forget, as a man thinks, so he becomes. Are you getting the point? <laughs> it tells you Mary has her heart on the Messiah. And she's been thinking and meditating. A 16-year-old girl. How Israel will be saved. Praise God. Everybody sees things. Through the imagination of themselves. So you see, you don't allow circumstances to draw a picture on your inside. That is how you limit God. It is called self-imposed limits. And that's why we spend time with the word. Because anytime you're spending time with the word, it changes your imagination from the flesh to the spiritual. And you begin to see in your mind's eye like God. So in the end, you become like who? What God has made you already. Praise God, which is in your spirit. Your mind captures it. And your body begins to act it. Praise God. No wonder many Christians Although we are living in heaven, yet we imagine living in hell. No wonder we have health, yet we imagine sickness. 
No wonder we are wealthy, yet we imagine poverty. No wonder we are dead raises, yet we imagine premature death more than everybody. No wonder we are grace and we are faith, yet we imagine men's logic and words. No wonder Peter Scazzaro said this. It's one of my favorite quotes. He said, Jesus may be in your heart, but grandpa is in your bones. Jesus may be in your heart, but the tra traditions of grandpa, the old wise fables, the philosophies of men, the popular opinions are in your bones. So Isaiah said this in Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3. Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Where are you drawing water from? Where do you draw your imaginations from? Isaiah said, you will draw your imagination, your thoughts, your desires from the wells of your salvation. Oh, are you here with me? Do you really understand what I'm teaching? So ask yourself where you are drawing your thoughts. The opinions of men. He said with joy, with joy, with joy, with joy. The fruit of the spirit is love. The first ex ex exhibition of the fruit is joy. If you see a Christian that is always pitying themselves and moody, they draw from the world. They are not drawing from the wells of their salvation because they always compare themselves one with another. They believe what the world tells them. By your bank account, you are the champion. Are you here with me? Yeah. If you don't have anything, they say you don't have anything. 
I still have my head on. Because in their mind, how the world thinks is that money is everything. So he says, you don't have anything. And you have bought into it. Instead of drawing from the wells of your salvation. So far as your well, I taught it in the one, so you look at it. Your well is not a resource. Your well is the source. So, like the song we said, Jesus, your cup does not run dry. <laughs> if you continue to draw from there, you will never lose your direction. And you will never lose your formation. You Listen, I can give you 150% guarantee that you will end well. If you have been drawing from the wealth of your salvation, you can't have BP. You can't have cancer. It's because of where you've been drawing from. Yes. As a matter of fact, if cancer comes, it will find another place. It will fly out. The moment you change your imagination and, and, and begin to draw from where you really are, where you have been hidden in God, cancer can't find a place. You would have to move out of your body. So the problem is this. You have made your mind the playground of the devil. Yes. Like he did to Eve. Yes, that's what he did to Eve. So, he gives the suggestion. Then you take it in your mind. Then you begin to magnify it. Then you begin to see yourself there. Then you give, this is how miserable you are. How you die very soon. How things will never go well. How you by all means miss this thing and it can never be yours. Do you know that most of the time you are even praying but your desire is very different from the result you want to see? Imagination. Look at something in Numbers. Numbers 31 to 33. Listen, it has been God's problem with man. Even his chosen Israel. 
God promised them. And we know. The land. Which actually typifies man's salvation and eternal life. And God said, I've given you the land. Well, As a matter of fact, it was not God who asked them that they should go and spy the land. Yeah. I've taught it before. If you check the Deuteronomy account, they themselves say, we have to go and search it. Please, God. (laughs) So they went. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Who told them? Eh? Their imagination. We actually speak what we have seen in our mind. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The abundance. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. They are bigger than God. And the land devours its people. You see what imaginations can do? You see that the, the, the day they told you about, oh, that snake died at that gutter. Hey. Your gold is there. You dare not pass there. Because the gutter, every time, breeds what? Snakes. Watch, 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 watch. There we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers. 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 Exactly. In our own sight, in our own imagination. And so we were. How did they know? Jesus. Do you get the point? In our sight, if you look. (laughs) 
but they went into the mind of the other people and saw how the people even saw them. You see the way we are laughing. But that's what most of us do. what most of us do. You see how the enemy is using their mind as a playground. If we are at Sutherland Children's Park. A cocoon, eh? Yeah. A cocoon park. Anansi stories are jumping. So you see the way they tell you ancestral cases. Your grandfather, father's father's father. And then they tell you until we go and call him. It will never be well with you. And then you accept it. You begin to imagine it. So whatever you are doing, your own mind is fighting you. You never are able to picture yourself doing well. Soaring in God. Living a life that God himself pleases with you. You always see dark. You never see light. Don't forget. So far as they have imagined it, I will not restrain them from doing it. And if they imagine it, they can do it. Praise God. Look at 14, Numbers 14, 1 to 3. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. Wrong imagination is infectious. Have the people been to the land? Because they heard the report of the people, they also began imagining sin. Hey, so you see how association Wrong association. You see people doing well in church, doing well in ministry, doing well in stuff. And then they start associating with certain people. 
And then they start taking from them. They begin to imagine just like the way they They live their lives just like that. The people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, watch it. If only we had died in the land of Egypt. Or if only we had died in this wilderness. Next. Why a... Has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? That our wives and our children should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt, to return to the world? So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. But Joshua, but Joshua, but Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. Ten verses two. It tells you that in most cases, with regards to imaginations, there's always ten against two. The ten. Go with the popular opinion. The two will stick to the truth. The fact that something is popular doesn't change it from a fiction to true. It doesn't. It doesn't. The fact that something is seemingly going wrong doesn't mean it is wrong. It's your imagination. You have been imagining wrong 
all this while. You've been seeing only the dark side all this while. You've never given yourself a chance to say, I will connect to God's imagination. If I see it like God sees it, I will work it and it will happen like God is. Nothing fails in him. If I see it from him, it shall work good. <laughs> Exceedingly good land. Give me the next. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. Now, I finished with that part already in part one. Don't ask question whether the Lord delights in you because that has been finished. Your spiritual status and your relationship with God has been satisfied. You are the righteousness of God. So as for God delighting in you, he delights in you. They can ask that because for them, they were living in the law. We are living in grace. That's what Christ came to finish. Are you getting the point? It is finished doesn't mean that Christ gives you money. That's not what it is finished means. He had an assignment. The assignment is to save the soul of man. So that it is finished means that the soul of man has been what? Saved. Yes. I'll teach on that. I'm talking about healing prosperity. So, he has finished that part. Now, the rest is you. He's not against you. And he can never be against you. Did you hear what I just said? Never. Never. So, based on your relationship with him, now, imagine what he wants you to imagine. And you cannot be restrained from doing it. Did you get it? You cannot. He will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Nor fear the people of the land. Ah, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. That thing spoke out of a certain imagination. These ones are speaking out of the imagination of Yahweh. 
Whilst this one said we are grasshoppers in their eyes and in our own eyes, this one also said they are bread for us. Praise God. Imagination is the ability to see things in your mind that you have not seen with your physical eyes. What have you been seeing? How have you been seeing? Do you see from the point of the word? Or you see from the point of the world? What have you been seeing? How have you been seeing? It is a reason why most of us don't live scriptures. Because we only read them without imagining or painting a picture of them. You see how you can actually tell the story of what happened to somebody. And you have a mental image of it. And you can give us the narrative in depth. Even though you were a third party hearer. <laughs> you know, and you have pictured everything. You know, and you will say it with alacrity. With a depth of conviction. But you are not there. But you see, when you read or you are studying the word, you don't investigate the word. You don't. You don't do scrutiny. You don't give mental image to the word. The word is not alive in you. Ah, do you think that I am teaching what I'm teaching without the mental image. You think it can have the impact it is having? No. If I myself am not convinced about this, it will be theory. If I don't know it as truth, and I can only know it as truth by the deep thought and the deep imagination I have given it. That upon all reflections, this is the truth. 
if you can tell people's stories better than you can speak of the word, think of the word, there's a problem. You are limiting God. Yes. Do you know that if God gave us this, then it tells you that's how God himself works. Did you hear what I just said? So everything God created, he first imagined it. I'm going to tell you so you can understand. Has God added new oxygen since the day of creation? Has God added new lands? So God imagined you in the 21st century before he created Udeke Dehadas and Guru Gadayadashis. I always say this. Unless I don't want it, I always say it. But if I want it, I'll have it. But maybe it's because it is not of God. So I restrain my imagination. So what you don't want, don't what? Imagine. Kill it in your mind. Kill it in your mind. I'll continue tomorrow evening. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come.